Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. fiery horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high-o silver, the Lone Ranger. Hundreds and hundreds of stories have come out of the West concerning a phantom figure of the plains who rode in the cause of justice. A masked rider whose heroic deeds have lived down through the years as a symbol of the courage and spirit of the wild and untamed West of old. Listen to those silver-shod hoofs as they race down the hard-packed roadbeds of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, old boy! Tonto's waiting for us near the border! We must hurry, old fellow! Liquor smuggling had become a serious problem to the Border Patrol. The smugglers were too cunning to be captured, and though illegal liquor was known to be sold in the States, the source of supply could not be discovered. The first act of tonight's Lone Ranger drama opens in a cafe whose owner was suspected of doing business with the smugglers. Steve Brady, a member of the Border Patrol sent to investigate, is standing against the bar. I am told you was asking for me personally, stranger. That's right. Your name's Birkin, isn't it? Yep. You own this place? That's right. Hmm, this ain't a bad grade of liquor you're selling here. Best I can get. I got something to tell you about that, Berkman. Suppose you step down to the end of the bar here where folks won't hear us talk. You're downright mysterious, Acton. What's it about? This way, so they can talk to you without three foot of bar between us. All right, start talking. Where are you from and what's on your mind? Where I'm from ain't of special interest. But if you feel something poking into your stomach hard, it's the muzzle of a six-gun. What's the big idea? Stick up? No, it ain't a stick up, Flint. You're coming with me for questioning. What do you mean? Reckon you know what I mean. The liquor you're selling here has been brought over from south of the border. I don't know where it comes from. I ain't the man to tell that to, Flint. 
You got to tell it to my bosses. I was ordered to come here, find out what brands of liquor you sold, and bring you in. What the... The dirty rats. Who fired that shot? Close the doors of this place and don't let no one out. The shot came from the door. We didn't see who fired it, but it's a cinch he's not here now. Yeah, it comes from outside someplace, mister. Keep away from those doors. All of you. You can't order us around that way. I'm sheriff here. And if there's any orders to be given, I'll give them, stranger. I'm giving the orders, Sheriff. My name is Brady, of the Border Patrol. Brady? Border Patrol? You're another one of them critters that come up here to find out where smuggled liquor's coming from, huh? That's right, Sheriff. This makes two men shot before they could tell. When we find the rats that are smuggling contraband liquor from the other side of the border... There's two murders for them to account for. You're making a mistake, Brady, keeping folks inside here. Yes? I was with the boys right here by the door. I swear the shot come from outside. Whoever fired it is a darn good shot, then. Yeah. That was a six-gun killed Flint Berkman, and it drilled him perfect. Whoever fired it is plenty far from here by now. All the deputies report for duty. We're organizing a posse right away. We'll get the coyote. Now, hold on. Don't interfere with the law, Brady. Read the rules and regulations of the Border Patrol, and you will find you're overstepping your authority and interfering with justice if you hinder us in searching for the killer of Flint Berkman. That's right. We're going out. But I... Come on, stand aside. We're leaving here, and we're hunting for the killer of our part. Come on, boys. <laughs> The organized by the sheriff to hunt for Berkman's murderer was divided and sent out to search the surrounding country. The sheriff and a few of his deputies rode out together. After a night of riding, they came upon a lone camper known as Cactus Pete. Keep your hands above your shoulders, mister. What the? What's this mean? It means we're hunting a killer. But doggone, mister, I ain't no killer. I'm Cactus Pete. I don't care who you are. Where are you from? Shucks, I ain't from no place in particular. I just travel. Pretty sizable gun you're carrying there. <laughs> yeah. It ain't mine, though. It ain't yours. Hand it over. Let me see it. But, Sheriff, I... I'll take the gun. What did you say your name was? Cactus Pete, they call me. What's your real name? Pete Hawkins. Hmm. Initials on this gun is T.W., that don't sound like Pete Hawkins to me. I told you the gun weren't mine. Where'd you get it? Oh, granted, if you're suspecting me of murder, you wouldn't believe me if I told you where I got it. I got it the same place I got these doggone oversized clothes I'm trying to wear. Where's that? Some ornery coyote come up to my camp here while I was sleeping, woke me up jabbing this year six-gun in my face. That's a likely story. Oh, drat you, Sheriff. It's the truth. Then what? Made me switch clothes with him. Took my guns. <laughs> Left this shooting iron. I ain't even any cartridges for it. <sighs> Reckon we got the right man, Sheriff. We'll take him in and see what he might know about Berkman's murder. Who? Berkman. You don't mean Flint Berkman. Oh, so you know him, huh? I know a plenty about Flint Berkman. Yeah? A dirty crook. 
He's been living on barred time a long while. Hmm. Reckon that remark will be used again, him, eh, Sheriff? Used aplenty. You can't prove I was nowhere near his cafe. How do you know he was shot in the cafe? I didn't, but That's I... That's know... another point again, you mister. Look here. The only reason I figured he was shot in that cafe was because he's there most of the time. He lives upstairs, don't he? Yeah, he does. You know all about him, don't you? And you drilled him. What'd you do it for? What'd Berkman do to you? Doggone, I didn't shoot him. You know enough to warrant your arrest. And you lied about your name. I did not lie. I'm Cactus Pete, I tell you. How can you prove it? I can... I... Gosh, I... What proof you got that your name's Pete Hawkins? Sheriff, I reckon I ain't got no proof. Maybe you better take me to the jail, see what happens. Cactus Pete was returned to town and lodged in jail. The sheriff convinced the townspeople that his prisoner was the murderer of Berkman. And sentiment ran high against Pete. There was talk even of lynching. But the sheriff stopped it. There ain't to be no lynching, boys. And I'm backing the sheriff. Any lynching mob that gets organized will have gun lead spread right into their midst. And we don't care who it hits. Now go back to your homes, fellas. Well, I'll take care of this matter. Sheriff's right, fellas. Come on, let's get back. Well, I reckon there won't be no more lynch talk. You reckon not, Sheriff. That's a blame good thing. We have a lynching down here. It's a black mark again, you. Yeah. And we'd likely have the U.S. Marshal down here, along with a lot of them border patrol men. That'd be a reflection on the way we handle law and order. Now stick on guard here. I sure will, Sheriff. I'm heading for home. It's been a busy day. Instead of going to his home, Sheriff Perkins went to the edge of town where the shadows of huge boulders concealed Steve Brady. Brady, though a member of the Border Patrol, had betrayed his trust and was in the pay of the smugglers. We hear him as he greets the sheriff. Took you long enough to get here. I've been waiting. Come as fast as I could, Brady. How's everything look? It's working out all right. The prisoner will swing for murder as sure as my name's Perkins. How much does he know? Nothing. You sure of that? Dead sure. He don't know a blame thing. Yeah, good enough. He'll have to face some questioning. Unless he can tell, the more guilty he'll seem to be. Yep. It was sure a lucky thing he said what he did about Berkman. <laughs> Give a motive for the murder. Yeah. And Berkman had to die. Well, I suppose he did. Sooner or later, one of the other men from the patrol would get to questioning him. He was yellow enough to squeal. He won't do no squealing now. <laughs> but say, Steve... What about the real killer of Berkman? Tad Walters? He the one? Sure. <laughs> he does all the killing for our bunch. He got clear, then switched clothes with that hombre that says he's cactus feet. Oh. Now, here's what you've got to know. There was a shipment of liquor due to be brought across the border next week, but it's being held for a time. Till things quiet down around here. Huh? Yeah. There might be some strangers of the marshal here investigating that shooting. Best to lay low for a time. I reckon so. Meanwhile, you keep the town quiet and see there's none of the smuggled liquor sold in the cafe. I'll see to that. 
Is that all? That's all. Then there's one thing I'd like to ask you, Brady. Well? Just who is the big boss of this gang? As far as you're concerned, I'm the boss. Who gives me orders needn't concern you. Mm, I savvy. You just tend your job and see that the prisoner pays for the murder. And the shooting's cleared up and there won't be no more heard from it. You leaving this section now? Not till after I've questioned the prisoner. I'll do that in the morning. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta make a show of doing my duty as one of the border patrol. <laughs> You'll be seeing me around tomorrow. told you all I know. And every word I said is the truth. Your story don't hold water. It's as full of holes as a sieve. I can't help it if it don't sound true. Pete, or whatever your name is, you admit knowing there's been smuggling going on. Everyone knows it. Oh, so you admit that? Yeah. And you was afraid Berkman would tell the names of those he bought liquor from, so you drilled him. That ain't true. Then why did you hate him so? Because he sold that liquor. He and all the rats at work with him didn't give a hang about the folks around here. All they cared about was selling liquor that had been smuggled in. They didn't care how rotten that liquor was. They didn't care how many families they wrecked with it. They sold it to whoever would buy it. It didn't matter if they was white men or Indians. Mm, you seem to know a lot about it. Look here, Brady. Don't the way I feel about it show you... I wouldn't have no hand in it. Makes me think you're a pretty good actor. That's what it does. If I could give you any help, I'd do it. Even if it meant I'd hang. I'd most be willing to be proved one of the gang. If by so doing, it'd wipe the rest of him out. Pretty brave speeches, but they ain't gonna save you from the noose. There ain't but one thing that'd save your neck. Well? Name the rest of the men that are in the gang. Oh. I can't do it because I ain't in the gang. I don't know him. The gang's too clever for the law. There ain't but one power on earth I know of could clean them rats out. And uh, what might that be? Oh, I mean the Lone Ranger. I don't know how he'd do it, but he sure as thunder would do it. If only the Lone Ranger knowed. The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. with our story. You will recall that in the first act of tonight's Lone Ranger drama, 
we learned that liquor smuggling was common along the border. Steve Brady, a dishonest member of the Border Patrol, was sent to investigate the situation. While he questioned Flint Berkman, who was suspected of selling illegal liquor, the cafe owner was shot and killed. The sheriff, another member of the smuggling gang, arrested Cactus Pete for the murder, though completely aware of his innocence. Now, as our second act opens, we see the Lone Ranger and Tonto riding toward town. They walk their horses, pausing frequently to permit Tonto to examine footprints on the ground. That's the trail of Cactus Pete, all right, Tonto. Uh-huh. Him got hatch on boot. I remember it. Him toe in like Injun. Yes. Step light on left foot. His left leg is a bit stiff from an old wound. Uh, here where him stop. Oh, wait, oh, oh. Make him camp here and... Uh... Tonto, something happened here. Oh, uh, other feller come on horse, stop here, get off horse. Here where Pete get on horse, ride way. Other men came here later. Oh, Pete not ride horse. This not way him walk. But those are his boots. Oh, other feller wear Pete's boot. That accounts for it. Someone came here and forced Cactus Pete to change clothes with him. Mm. The stranger put on Pete's boots, then rode away. Not right. That can mean just one thing, Kimosabe. Someone who was dodging the law is riding away scot-free, while those other men who came here took Cactus Pete along with them. Ah. Tonto, one of us must follow the trail of the outlaw. The other must go to town and see how bad a spot our friend is in. Uh, me? Me follow him trail? To the north, uh. and I'll head for town. Bring the outlaw back with you, Tonto. Tonto, get him. Get him up here. Quiet, fella. Cactus Pete held in jail awaiting trial could see no hope for himself. He knew that Brady and the sheriff were determined to have him convicted as the murderer of Berkman. He knew also that the townspeople believed him guilty. Throughout the long hours of darkness, Pete had heard the steady footsteps of a guard as he paced back and forth outside. Oh, ain't but one man alive can help me. He'd know I won't guilty. He'd believe me. There ain't no telling where he's at. If only someone would believe my story... I might get out and hunt for the real killer, but I won't as long as they're so sure I'm guilty. Oh, I wish I could get to sleep, Reddit. I need all my thinking for the trial. Hey, guard. What do you want? Come up to the window, won't you? I'm close enough to hear you. What do you want? Can't you stop that pacing for a time? For what? I can't sleep. You pace around like a caged lion, crunching your boots on the ground and... <laughs> You'll get a plenty sleep before long. Permanent sleep. Well, I should have known better than ask a favor of anyone in this town. Yeah, you should have known better. Killers ain't privileged to ask no favors. Ain't there anyone alive believes my story? No. Yes, there is. What? Uh, quiet, guard. Take that gun out of my back. I said keep quiet. What? It can't be. That voice. Mister. Mister, is it you? Take it easy, Pete. Without hearing your story or knowing what it is, I believe you. You're mad. And you'll be gagged if you don't keep your voice down. Mister, something told me you'd be coming here. Listen, let me tell you the whole story. There's no end to smuggling going on. 
When are you supposed to stand trial? I'll go to court in the morning, but I've already been tried and found guilty by everyone in town. And what are you accused of? Murder. Killing Flint Berkman. Did the real killer make you change clothes? Yeah, it did. But how'd you know? Tonto and I found the tracks. Tonto was already headed north to overtake the man who made you change with him. He made me switch guns and everything. He did, huh? But, mister, even if he's found, no one would think he was the killer. Listen, Pete, you'll have to stay here for a while. Ain't you going to lend me out? Not yet. Well, what are you going to do? Get around the town and see what I can learn. I'm warning you, mister. You won't get out of town alive. You're interfering with justice. What are you going to say I've done? Well, you... You pulled a gun on me. Did I harm you? No. Have I tried to help the prisoner escape? No, he ain't. Are you interested in seeing the right man punished? Well... Or uh... are you in league with the plotters against law and order? No, I ain't. Mint I Berkman you... was killed because he might have told where he bought contraband liquor. Yeah, yeah, I know. By finding the real murderer, we'll find the key to the liquor smuggling. But that man in the calaboose... You heard what a... I said about reading the signs of the trail? Yeah... Why didn't the lawmen see what was so obvious? Huh? Is it because the lawmen themselves are in league with the smugglers? Pete. Yeah, mister? Who found you? Well, there was Sheriff Perkins and this year guard and a couple others. You? Yeah, I was along. And you're going to tell me the truth. But I tell you... Did the sheriff bother to examine the tracks? No, they, they didn't seem to be no need of it. Not even when Pete Hawkins told his story? No. Mister... The sheriff and Steve Brady are the... Who is Steve Brady? Oh, he's from the Border Patrol. He was about to question Flint Berkman when Flint was shot. The Border Patrol? Yeah. I met some men from the patrol. That's how I knew all about the smuggling that's been going on. Hold on, mister. Well? Look here. I'm as set again the smuggling as any man can be. If that sheriff Perkins is in cahoots with the smugglers and framing this man... Wait. This guard, the sheriff, Steve Brady, deputies... Pete, I have an idea. Yeah? Have a long ride before morning. But, Pete, don't lose your courage. Keep your chin up. Here, Silver. With you on my side, mister, I ain't wearing a doggone bit. Yep. Hello, Silver! Ranger did not wait for Tonto to return. Instead, the masked man determined to act at once. He rode swiftly from the jail to the cafe. There, under cover of darkness, he spoke to two men standing outside. I'm looking for the home of Sheriff Perkins. Last house on this side of the road. I must also find each of the deputies and the border patrolman, Steve Brady. he had learned the facts he needed, the Lone Ranger was ready to put his daring plan into action. He rode first to the home of the sheriff. A moment later, the sheriff was awakened from a heavy sleep by the sound of a rock thrown through his window. What? What? Where's the match? What's going on here, anyhow? Blasted, I... A note's fastened to that rock. Something as sure as thunder due to happen. Here's where one of the deputies lives, Silver Old Boy. And here's a rock for him. Come on, Silver! Silver! 
Here's the home of another of the men who arrested Cactus Peach. Hail Silver! Now for the camp of Steve Brady! Brady, wake up. Wake up, Brady. Come, uh, um, hurry. What's the matter? I've come to tell you something. Great Scott, you're masked. Where'd you come from? How'd you find me? I'm here to help you. You want the truth about the liquor smugglers, don't you? What? There's a man in jail for murder. Yes, but who are you? I'm trying to help you and the Border Patrol put a stop to liquor smuggling by finding the real murderers of Flint Berkman. Oh, yeah. You are, huh? Hey, you're the man the prisoner spoke of. Am I? What do you know about the smuggling? Nothing yet. But before daybreak, I'll have the whole truth for you. You you will? How? I've sent a note to the sheriff and all his deputies. What for? Brady, now listen so you'll understand the plan. Yeah. I know the sheriff and some of his men are working hand in glove with the smugglers. You know that? Yes. Who else? I don't know. But I do know Sheriff Perkins is a coward at heart. If he can be arrested with the proof that he's with the smugglers, he'll talk. Yeah, he struck me as a coward. Now then... But hold on. How'll you prove these men are working with the liquor smugglers? I've sent a note to each of them. The note is worded in such a way that if they are in with the smugglers, they'll go to a meeting place at daybreak. But if they're not, they'll not know what the note means. I savvy. Those that go to the meeting place will prove themselves guilty. Yes. And the United States Marshal and your Border Patrol will be there to get them. Time to go get my parts of the patrol, huh? No. I ain't? I'll take care of them. You go directly to the meeting place. Where is it? The old Arroyo, near the dead cedar. There are good places to hide on the side of the Arroyo. Where will you be between now and then? Riding. For the Border Patrol, huh? Hurry up! Brady saddled his horse, then rode toward town in the home of Sheriff Perkins. There he dismounted and shortly afterwards pounded on the lawman's door, waking the sheriff for the second time that night. Ain't dead rat at all. Can't a man get sleep when he's got to get up before daybreak? Oh. Uh, who's there? Parsons, open up. That you, Brady? Yeah, open up quick. i got to see you. What are you doing here? Now come in and shut the door. I'm glad you come. I wanted to see you. Listen, an hour ago, a rock came through that window. I know. There was a note on it. Well, how do you know? This will give you a laugh. The masked man that sent the note come to me and told me how it was a trap for you and the deputies. Yeah, a trap? Sure. Then the big boss ain't called a meeting at all? No. I ain't to go to the Arroyo at daybreak? You go, and it serves as proof that you're in with the smugglers. Gosh. He told me how he'd set the trap. Yeah. You've got to tell the rest of the boys not to go there. Yeah. I'd better go get them out of bed right now and tell them. Who you have to tell? All of them. Sneed, Miller, Lacey, and Stone. Mm. What about the guard at the jail tonight? He's one of the deputies that don't figure in our game. You'll tend to the telling of the rest? Yeah. You dead sure the whole thing was a fake? Sure it was. And if we go to the Arroyo, we show that we're with the smugglers. You've already shown it. What? Where? There at the busted window. You're coming. Don't move. Hey, you. Come on, boys. Get the gun, Sam. The marshal. You're darn right. Look here, I'm a border patrolman. Not no more, you ain't. You're an ornery smuggler. It's a trick. Did you hear enough, Marshal? All we needed here. Hank, take a couple of boys and get them deputies. All right, Marshal. It's a frame-up, an ornery frame-up. You said you was going for my men. And you thought you'd be safe coming here to warn the sheriff. Well, Brady, that's just what you were expected to do. Mister, 
Tonto's come with the killer. Well, that man's a prisoner. Yeah, like fun. The guard let me out when Tonto showed him how that killer swapped clothes with me. Did the guard believe your story then, Pete? He had to. You should have seen that killer's feet all cramped up by trying to wear my boots. <laughs> that proved my story. Let me talk to you. You're talking to the judge and jury. Maybe you can save your neck by giving names. Well, he, he can't give the names of the bosses, but, but I can. Marshal, let me talk. Marshal, you'll get all the evidence I promise you if you'll bring some honest men and help me. I sure as thunder will. Tonto, I'll meet you at the camp. I told you. I told you he could do it. I know! The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.